0: Um, So I've done a little bit of digging around, and I've discovered.
1: Ricky Grove. Fog comes in on little cat (laughs) feet.
2: Phil Rice. This is the best film that I've seen all year, and maybe ever.
3: Damien Valentine. Use the machinima, Luke.
1: We're back. Yep. You thought you got rid of us in 2023, but <laughs> no, we're here again with the end now for something completely machinima podcast for 2024. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm here with my pals, Phil Rice, Damian Valentine, and Tracy Harwood. I'm Hi. Ricky Grove. I'll be Hi. your um, MC here for this particular episode for January, 2024. I do want to thank all of our listeners for your support and your comments on our film picks. When we first started out, it was basically no comments, no nothing. Phil tried to come up with some comments on his own, but it and which was humorous, but we're so glad that you're supporting the station, um, I mean the podcast, and makes us very happy. So thank you. Uh quick note uh, and I, I all hope you all had a great holiday season. One of the things i I got, which I was really excited about, was a dedicated game laptop. I did quite a bit of research to uh, come up with this because I couldn't afford an expensive one. And I didn't want to go with a cheap one, so the mid-range was usually the best. That's the sub-thousand-dollar one, and I could afford that. So after a great deal of research, including some excellent advice from a YouTuber, uh, Jared's Tech, J-E-R-R-O-D-S Tech, I purchased an Asus TUF F15, and it's a dedicated game laptop where I'll be doing uh, some machinima work, and also playing games. And of course, it plays Elden Ring perfectly. I'm uh, looking to work my way through the Half-Life series again and uh, try some new games. I'll be letting you know how it it works. In fact, I'm actually um, streaming all of this on the laptop right now. It's just great. Uh, Everything works fine and just terrific. Asus is a really good company now for that. Uh, Okay, so on to my film pick. Now, as you all know, um, I've been talking about Elden Ring and playing Elden Ring ad nauseum. It's become a joke on the show. I passed 2,000 hours uh, playing the game, which is a pretty extraordinary. Now, uh, ask yourself, well, how can you replay a game? Because obviously it takes, what, 60 hours, something like that, to complete the game? So obviously a lot of its replaying part of it is is that there are 10 to 12 starting classes each of them have different skills so you can try combinations of different skills and create different builds what they call builds and because the From Software games are so hard and they are very hard in fact i think my first playthrough it took me probably 40 plus times to beat the final boss. It's the kind of thing where they actually have rage videos, Elden Ring rage videos, where people are taking the (laughs) keyboard and smashing their heads into it because it's so rageful. But um, I decided that I wanted to share with you this week uh, the community of content creators who use Machinima to guide people in playing Elden Ring guides. Now, I think you can break those down into three major variations. The first variation is the complete playthrough. Um, They're episodic guides to every part of the game. Uh, Probably the big star of this is a guy named Fighting Cowboy. He is a master of that kind of content because he plays smartly, he doesn't do a lot of tricks, and his comments are funny and very smart. He gives you tips and insights. He was the very first guy I went to to do a, a playthrough because truly the games are so hard, you really need guides and help to get through it. The second type of video is the weapon type video. They take an entire weapon type, like curved sword, shield, straight swords, staves, thrusting swords... And the creator will take each weapon and then discuss its qualities and then show how effective or ineffective it is either in player versus player or player versus, uh, the game. They call it PVP or PVE. Uh, two content creators, Monk and Yui are very good at this type of video. Um, Yui in particular, because he has such a sarcastic wit, he's very, very enjoyable. And then the final type um, is called the Build Guide. This is probably the most popular type of video. The click, The uh, creator, Machinima creator, will play through the entire game with a specific guild, build. The setup is shown, the progression of how to build the video, and then all of the major boss fights using that build. Uh, Nizar, GG, Thingfishy, Fishy, Titus Actual, Fexter Life, Yui, Sax, Slave, Gale, and Casual, GG, and Cell are my favorites of the build guides. But those are just my favorites. There's probably maybe three dozen people who do that on a regular basis. Um, these are the hardest types of videos to produce because they require a full game through, game capture, which can be extensive. I mean, once you get going on that, you've got what hundred gigabytes, 200 gigabytes of space. And then you have to go through it all. It's almost like a creating a documentary film in a way. Then you have to do the editing, the graphics, and then you, usually they do a voiceover comedy, uh, commentary over that. So all of that takes an extraordinary amount of time. And, uh, We're highlighting uh, one today. These are by no means the only kinds of machinima uh, for Elden Ring. There's the lore video also, which talks about the background history of the game. And then there's, interestingly enough, there's the math video. Uh, A guy named Kreit is an expert at this, where a mathematical breakdown of certain type of game mechanics and weapons is explained in detail. And I mean detail these fellows know what they're talking about uh, and uh, they're very useful but they can be really hard to understand because they're really basically going through the math another type of uh, game uh, content for this and it's the last one i'll talk about there's a lot of them is the no hit and challenge run the no-hit run is where you play through the entire game without get, getting hit once by anything in the game. That is an absolutely astonishing feat. And there's nobody better than a guy named Gino Machino. He often keeps a running chat going on with uh, hundreds of people who will he will comment, well, he's a Canadian guy. He will comment while he's playing. He will also ask questions about what to do at a certain place and the, the chat community will give him the answer. So they're very exciting uh, to see. He did the most astonishing video. There are seven games that from software created in the dark soul series. He did a no hit run of every single game in order. Now the, the, challenge that challenge of being not hit by anything for seven full games is just beyond my ability to comprehend it's extraordinary well anyway that's the introduction to it and i want to talk about my choice nizar gg is my favorite of them he's a machinima filmmaker he's got 181 subscribers he um his focus is on uh, Elden Ring, but he also does Baldur's Gate, Hogwarts Legacy, Valheim, Cyberpunk, and of course, you know, the big old Elden Ring. He has over 200 and 453 videos. Um, There's so many to choose from. I chose, a i think, a good example of his style. He tends to do build guides, uh, but he will also branch out into skill videos and best weapons. Uh, I have dozens of dozens of videos that Nizar created and have played through the entire game with. What I like and admire about his work is his creative creativity, his narration, and his video editing skills. He has a slightly tongue-in-cheek voiceover, a little bit on the sarcastic times, sometimes scatological, and his builds are excellent. He frequently will use uh, Elden Ring lore to create a background and a name for his specific kind of build. So he actually creates not just a build, but a character. Uh, For example, he's got the Grim Reaper build, the Death Mage, the Evil Spirit build. One of my favorites of his uh, videos is how to beat Elden Ring as a weird, mysterious alien. (laughs) Which I thought was, which is actually a really great video. Uh, my choice for the video that I want that is an exemplar of his is the strongest Dex build you will ever see. Um, how to get OP early. Now, OP is short for overpowered. Dexterity builds are very fast and fun to play. I love his dramatic opening and fun narration. The build is just aces. It's just perfect. If you follow his build, you'll play through the entire game and have a great deal of fun. Um, So before I bring it over to you, I wanted to mention just briefly another uh, build creator that I love a lot is Thingfishy. He's got over 43,000 subscribers, 85 videos. His skill is being able to combine great builds with incredibly good production values. His editing is excellent. His voiceovers are low key. Uh, His use of music is very funny. Unlike, uh, uh, Nizar, who is some, somewhat, you know, somewhat large. Uh, Thinkfishy is a low key, much more low key. He's a very high level player, though. And sometimes it's hard to recreate his builds because he's so good. Uh, my choice was the how to make a 20 best strength build. So that's my introduction to this particular video. Uh, I hope you guys like it, and I'm really anxious to hear what you have to say.
3: Yeah, I um, I watched both of the videos, and it's interesting to see the contrast the two different styles of the uh, the people making them. Um, I'm going to talk more about the the strongest decks build though, because that, that was the the main focus. Yeah, uh, I thought it's it very entertaining, and it it shows a lot of the game world as well. So I've never played Elden Ring, so this is a great way to just to see mm. parts of the game. And if I was going to buy the game, which I keep thinking about it because every time you talk about it, I get intrigued. Um, <laughs> I thought I know that it's a very challenging kind of game, so watching videos like this is a great way to think. Well, I don't want to be discouraged playing it because you know, um, I want to enjoy the experience, even though it's exactly so something like this is very helpful um, to get the most out of playing the game. And uh, you're right; there's a lot of it takes a lot of time. Because it's not just the production of the video; these people have to learn the game so well to actually know what they're talking about. I mean, you could put together a video and talk absolute rubbish, and then it's all wrong. But watching this, you get the idea that both of these videos actually—they um, know exactly what they're talking about, and what they're presenting is uh, meant to be very helpful uh, to people who want to learn more about the game and to, to do better at the game. And yep. I think both of them do an excellent job to that. So it's very well, both very well put together and both very, very entertaining.
1: Mm. Oh, I debated I with myself, excuse me. I debated with myself whether I should choose an Elden Ring uh, uh, build guide type of video because um, I th- is it really Machinima? And I thought, yes, it is. Um, they're recording gameplay. I would put this in a subset of Let's Play, yeah. maybe. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. I, well, I agree with you, and I, I when I was looking at these, I was thinking, I I see these as slightly different two, but two two picks that are actually doing something a little bit different. The first one, the strongest decks build, to me, this was both a let's play and a masterclass in building a, a a character for sort of playing and finishing the game, and I mm. thought it was it was showing a really interesting uh, approach to the to the to the build with the 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 point of sort of you know generating this kind of ultimate overpowering character which these are terms i haven't really kind of thought about so much but i guess i should have done really um but what i liked about this first one is the way that you know he explored the character and the the weapons um their strengths and weaknesses um and the different combinations that he was showing as well as weaving into it the the lore associated with how to maximise the impact of what he was doing through his progress across uh, across the level or right, across, right. across the game. And it, I kind of, as I was thinking about it, I was thinking, my God, this guy must have spent thousands. <laughs> it's really interesting to hear you, you say 2,000 hours, but I bet this guy has spent many thousands of hours in this game to achieve that. Um, and I, I particularly liked... The way that he periodically showed his status, you know, those the, the the health bars and whatnot, to justify the choices that he was making. But I just I was blown away by the, you know, the uh, the amount of of detail that he was putting into what he were what he was doing. And I think what's interesting here is that it differs to some of the earlier approaches to building characters, um, which we we kind of used to talk about uh, and were were often really presented as. As hacks and mods to to cheat the game code, uh, in order to create this kind of imbalance of power that makes the characters last uh, as long as possible, in order to create machinima. But what you're seeing here isn't, or I don't think it's not cheating at all, but it's very much about the let's play side of doing it, um, which I th- I thought that kind of you know differentiation from sort of the early days of, of creating machinima was was. was, was was an interesting sort of contrast, um, but clearly what he's doing here is not—he's not. He's not del- I mean, he's using machinima, but he's not making it for machinima. He's making it to maximize his um, his impact in terms of the of the gameplay and and illustrate the experience that he's he's got in in doing this. And there's clearly a need for this kind of guidance because I, you know, the more you kind of look at the comments that people make about Elden Ring, the more you realise how difficult it is and how frustrated uh, players are getting with it. So it's really no surprise that you see a lot of this kind of content emerge, these kind of, yeah. you know, sort of let's play masterclass speedrun type examples that just, pe- you know, give people a bit more hope on on how to actually, deliver it but i wonder who the actual target audience for this is given given what it is and given what the difficulty level of this game is 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 actually so so it kind of made me question well is this a tutorial maybe for speedrunners perhaps um and to your point about the math side of it i was kind of intrigued where this guy was putting a little bit of emphasis on the math side of it too, which made me think that probably what we're talking about here is some kind of competitive environment for this particular game. I'm not sure if that exists or not or whether it ex- exists outside of Bora, but certainly you certain, you you see a lot of games being played in in a speedrunning formats uh in contest kind of environments. Um so yeah, I was really kind of intrigued in in um in what what, what he was doing and and I guess I guess what you would say, or you could say, is that it's it would be particularly useful if you were going to use Elden Ring as a storytelling environment um, to to actually use these kinds of um, tutorial type things to uh, get through the game. The other one, the the make the twenty best strength builds. Yeah, the thing fishy. Yes, thing fishy. To me, this one was a better edited um, film. Um I, I like this guy's style a lot more. It was more of a classic let's play style than yes. than the, the yes. other one. I I liked his voiceover um more. Um uh, and I'll tell you for why, because I also and I and I guess the other guy was doing it from what you were saying, but I just didn't perhaps pick up on the nuances of of it. But this guy was kind of romanticising about the previous run throughs of the game that he'd he'd um enjoyed, if you like. So for example, he says something along the lines of I've done this b- boss before as the first boss of the game on a build guide that was deleted in the great save file corruption of the PS5 <laughs> era, which I thought yeah. was a really kind of you know sort of charming uh, way of illustrating just how much. Time yeah, he's and a energy. very charming narrator. Yeah, charming is how I would I would um, describe. Well, both of these actually, but this the second guy I thought was was the the more charming of of the two. Um. Yeah, so yeah, I guess those are my thoughts really. I mean, I, I hadn't really thought about the 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 significance of creating these overpowering character builds and what that might mean for the the machinima world as such. But without doubt, without having to you know, having great um, having folks show you how you might be able to do it, I dare say there'll be a lot of people that would drop out of this community which would be a great shame because it's clearly, you know, the detail in it and the, um, the extent of the, 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 characterization and the, and the, the story arcs, if you like, is, is pretty astonishing. So um, yeah, really interesting, really, really oh, fascinating. Thank you for your comments. Um, Those are so thank you very insightful. much. Mm-hmm. Oh, strange you, as
2: this will say, strange as this will seem, uh, the the video which i'll focus on the the first one it's the it's the one i watched in full uh it it took my mind to pac-man the old arcade game the the stand-up arcade game pac-man so we're talking you know early 1980s there were there were people who who made made a conquest of that game of figuring it out there is a there was a pattern or a series of patterns that you could follow and because the game didn't have a whole lot of random number generation going on you could you could you could follow the same pattern uh and and, and dominate this game but this is the 1980s so there's no internet there's no Usenet. There's nothing like that. So they ended up publishing books, um, and there would be it, there was a book, and I actually bought it uh, when I was a, when I was a teenager. That was basically this guide to Pac-Man of what those someone had figured out all these patterns, and it was whoever the world champion Pac-Man player was, whatever his name was had had been involved in making this book and conveying that information to others so that they could dominate this game. Now that's a very simplistic example, but what it made me think about was there's always been a challenge with difficult games. And then, you know, how do you how do you conquer those, you know? And Pac-Man was not a difficult game per se. I mean, I guess it was if if it was really important to you to eat as many dots as you could. But I'm talking about difficult intellectually. So you, now you're looking at stuff like Infocom, you know, who made Zork, which was among the simpler of their games. And then they made some that were like genuine interactive novels and just mind-blowing stuff. I mean, Suspended comes to mind. In Suspended, it's this interactive text adventure. You are an AI. This is the 1980s, by the way, and you are an AI who the only way you have of interacting with the world is this series of robots that you can send commands to and control. But each robot is limited to a specific function and therefore a specific sensory array that's devoted to that function that they have. So like there's if you need to hear something, you have to have that robot in the room that has the hearing because no other robots have that and only one of them can see and another one can interact and in intellect i mean just crazy a crazy complicated game there's another called a mind forever voyaging which is honestly i feel like it's a masterpiece of literature that's never been on paper in this one you are participating in an experiment where you're you're becoming an ai basically you're you're taking on the role you're you're running a simulation of a world in the future and there's this whole dynamic going on that's like something out of game of thrones if it were set in the future you know there's this religious faction that's 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 going to go uh, fanatical and take over society and the radical right wing radical left wing and all these dynamics going on and the only way to help with games like that was they they started publishing a series of books called Clues, where it was like a question-answer format, and you had the little highlighter marker, remember what the the, the invisible ink would get revealed? Yeah. That if you wanted, you wanted answers to how to do this or how do you solve this, you could reveal it gradually and thereby come to conquer it. So pre-internet, it was really weird to try and help people cope with complex games and i think that there was also there was a ceiling on how complicated a game could be and not just make everybody say forget it you know you just couldn't you couldn't you couldn't have done something of this complexity not i'm not talking about because of the computing ability i'm talking purely in terms of the kind of of complexity that it takes to play a game like elden ring or if you've ever dabbled with Project Zomboid, unbelievably complex game and very, very unforgiving and difficult. There's only one way to play and it's hardcore. You die. That's it. You, you're you done. You lose it all. Uh, Vintage Story is like this, this weird Minecraft, uber Minecraft thing that's got ultimately just incredibly complicated crafting recipes to, to achieve these different Stone Age to Bronze Age technologies. Just... How how in the world could that have ever been done if there wasn't a way for people to share information the way that the maker of this video does? And it makes me wonder, is the, is the, the, the let's play video age where someone can... This guy basically has made a training course yeah. for Elden Ring. I mean, it's a training course that like in a different world, slightly different market, he could charge money for it. There's enough people that want to know this information from someone who has mastered the game, that they would probably pay a little money for this. In fact, he, he may get support through a Patreon or something like that. Who knows? If so, good for him. But it makes me wonder, are the, are the game developers getting more and more daring and willing to create something really complex because they know what we, the users, can do? Like... Can you imagine, Ricky, if they tried to publish a user, a a, a comprehensive user manual for Elden Ring? (laughs) It would be impossible. Many volumes, many, many volumes. Thousands and thousands of pages and nobody would. And even then, navigating that would be difficult. Uh, Video is so effective at doing that. And especially in this where he can, like you mentioned, that he, he can actually demonstrate what he's doing. Yeah, this one's much more than a let's play, I think, because, you know, I, like Damien, I've never played this game, but I felt more educated about the game from this video than I think from anything else I've experienced, because, you know, there's the old cliche that I, I think is BS, but, you know, those who can't do teach, not in this <laughs> case, this is somebody who can do and teaches, and and in fact, the best teachers are those who do. Yep. In my opinion, I think that that is a silly phrase that someone came up with as some kind of put down however many decades ago. And it doesn't hold water uh, when someone really does know their stuff. And then has the skills required to convey that information in a way that's understandable to me, who's never, ever played the game. I'm not entertaining and entertaining. It's engaging and entertaining. And I still don't have any interest in playing the game, but I I was very entertained and and interested in this video because I I really respect the achievement that is Elden Ring. Uh, I, I like that games, that some game developers are really forging new ground in terms of storytelling. You know, because there's been... There's been absolutely amazing, masterful, maybe never-to-be-exceeded things done in the world of written literature. There's been amazing things done in cinema. Games never gets the credit in the wider world as those other two mediums. And this game, I think, blows that out of the water. Like, it, it, it should, when it's done like this, the, because of that interactive element, and then there's this whole kind of meta world that that emerges around a game like this, where the players themselves are learning things. In some cases, things that even the developers didn't know. You know, those happy accidents of the way things happen and stuff. Um, what an what an amazing time to be involved in in games and creating games when, when you're able to do stuff like this. So yeah, all of that is what lifted more so than any aspect of, is this the most interesting machinima pick we've ever had? No, no, you know, it's, does it have any narrative elements that, that really, that's what really livens me up, you know, no, but recognizing this for what it is, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And it builds on a game that I think is an amazing achievement. And, and, So what I respect most about this video and the maker of this video is that he not only has the skill to have mastered a notoriously difficult game to master, but then he also has the skill, because the two don't always go hand in hand, he also has the skill to convey it, to condense. You know, that's the most impressive skill here to me, is there's so much information that the game Elden Ring throws at you. There's all kinds of choices that have to be made about what's important enough to mention and what's not and then how to synthesize that and condense it and distill it and refine it the mind that that can do that is is really impressive. And and then on top of that he knows how to edit video too. You know? Yep. So yeah, and it's, use it's graphics. Really, yeah, yeah, it's a really use graphics really, really, in the video. Yeah it's 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 quite the flex i don't think the guy intends it as a flex but it is quite a flex it's pretty impressive and to, uh
3: so yeah i'm glad you shared it with us ricky i just wanted to add a little bit extra to my piece um this is absolutely machinima we've seen we've seen lots of experimental films and we've seen lots of narrative films regardless of whether comedy or drama uh this is a documentary it's a documentary yeah. oh yes. about the game And that absolutely counts as machinima. I mean, if you're doing live action, you see live action movies, you see reality TV, you see um, comedy shows, you see the news. It's all live action video or documentaries, and this is no different.
2: I, I actually, the word documentary came to my mind, Damien, but I hesitated to use it because it's been so long since I've seen an actual documentary that is as thorough as this you know Fair so enough. much the the world of of documentary filmmakers has kind of been overrun by agenda driven filmmaking i'm out to make a point i'm out to sell yeah. a sell an idea sell an ideology uh it's it's this is what documentary should be you know um and yeah it's it's just I know enough about Elden Ring to know how complicated this game is and, and to know that I probably don't have the patience to invest in mastering it manually from diving into it. Um, so this, this is the best education that someone like me could get about this. And I can only imagine how much more valuable it is to someone who's playing the game, especially early on and just trying to get their bearings. like he like he titles the series "Ultimate Warrior Guide." It really is. Uh, it's it's living up to that ultimate word in terms of its <laughs> thoroughness and its clarity, and it's just just well produced. And the fact that uh, Ricky, you mentioned that there's dozens of people doing this stuff. It's it's that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I think you're wise not to try to play Elden Ring because <laughs> if it caught your fancy. That's pretty it? much everything else that you're doing is going to go on hold. Yeah. So you're you're very wise to do that because it's such interesting. Well those are those are marvelous comments. Thank you. And that little background on the history of uh, learning difficult games was very interesting and useful. I didn't know half of those games. But you're right. You use these guides and I think the the user base is broader than what you were suggesting tracy i think beginners can use one of these guides just Mm. as well do you think and also veteran players who are looking to play the game in a different way you know Mm -hmm. can use these as well And, and and you can use them in different ways you can watch the whole video and then write down the pieces you can put the your laptop next to where you're playing the game play it through and then play that section of it you know there's all kinds of different ways to do it but the fact that elden ring has such an extraordinary range of possibilities and places and characters is a tribute to how good the game actually is i think no doubt and and well worth the two thousand hours I've played in it. you know, I'm it even now, I'm starting a new build, and I'm so excited about it. It's so much fun, you know. And then you develop your own little bits and pieces that you discovered that none of the other guys have mentioned that are just your little things, your little sure. shortcuts, you know? That's so exciting, very interesting. Well, I'm glad you guys liked it. Um, you're right it doesn't quite have the drama that a you know a, a fully detailed uh, dramatic presentation would or the humor but for what they are as you pointed out Phil they're really excellent and I would uh, highly advise you to use newszargg or Thingfishy as your guide uh, we'll put a link to the these two gentlemen and a few others on our uh, uh, show notes for it also, if you have comments and you'd like to uh, let us know or tell us that we don't know what we're talking about or that you agree, send your comments to talk at com, And uh, also our main site, machinima.com, will have all of our show notes. Thank you, Tracy, for doing that. Uh, they'll have a list of uh, links and all kinds of things there. Well, thank you, guys for talking about this and and being patient with me talking about Elden Ring all the time. (laughs) I I really like that. So happy new year to everybody. And uh, that's it for the show this week. Stay tuned for next week's show, which is a pretty good one. So we'll be back next week. We'll see you now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.